Hey, this is a podcast. No, wait, it's a comedy podcast. Well, we tried to make it a comedy podcast. And uh, it's not meant to offend anyone. So don't get offended, okay? And wait, there's something else. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listener discretion is advised. Audiomatic presents Our Last Week. Hi Kunal. Hello Paul. How are you Kunal? I am well here. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm in Calcutta and yeah. you sent me a message saying what's going on in Bengal and I didn't understand what you meant. Yeah, I read an article there's some sort of I mean I I don't understand what's up with Bengali. I love Bengali food, you know, I love Bengali cuisine. I uh yes. even I I mean I I I have a soft spot for Bengali people also if I find them uh very very uh, you know intelligent entertaining and slightly crazy that's v- very different from how i find them but that's because i yeah. think i'm one of them you know so yeah. no I, i i so i read this article and i just wanted to know whether you had also because i read that there is some district in in west bengal where mm. a lot of students a lot of young people a lot of young boys mm. mostly mm in order to get high i mean i guess because yeah. now i mean alcohol is just out of reach it must be very expensive i remember back mm-hmm. in the day there was that cough syrup phase you remember when people used to just just guzzle cough syrup because it was much cheaper mm-hmm. than buying a bottle of rum or whatever you just buy a cough syrup and you chug the whole thing and then you just feel kind of woozy or you just <laughs> just go to sleep yeah. for a few hours or whatever it is I mean the way inflation is going Kunal you and I may have to go back to that phase. Yeah but but I think that they've taken it to the next level uh, in your great state of West Bengal and okay. uh, these young lads are now buying condoms. Okay. okay. Lots of condoms. Like the the sex protection device. The sex protection device and they're buying these condoms and they're putting them into hot water. Almost boiling okay. them hot water. and okay. then they 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 strain that hot water and they leave it overnight and then they drink that water and that gives them a high for about 10 to 12 hours and apparently condoms are flying off the shelves there's now a shortage in that district so they're boiling latex they're boiling i mean whatever it is on those condoms that i i mean i don't know whether it's a lubricant or what it is but they're getting it off that thing So what what is this pal like what can you tell me more about what the psyche of like this is normal practice in Bengal you've you've seen this happen have you tried it like have you had it with like a like a tonic and some ice or something how do you how do you have it i was quite intrigued like do you have it with a squeeze of lime or what is the scene i'm glad you asked me this i mean i personally have not uh, you know boiled a lubricant hmm. and drunk it hmm. but one of the things that the rest of india often asks is why you know why, why would you want to do something like for example why would you want to take what is a device to protect you from having unprotected sex and boil it right mm. and i think one of the things they do in bengal is ask why not mm-hmm. you know and see how far the why not can go mm-hmm. you know like let us say if you meet a guy and he says my house is built entirely of abandoned laptops right other 
parts of India would be like, why don't you use cement or bricks or, you know, mm-hmm. and the Bengali will say, why not laptops, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then you don't have a response to that. Correct. You know, so why limit the use of condoms to just protected sex? Mm-hmm. Let us see what other uses it has in uh, 11% inflation environment. Hmm. Can this also be an intoxicant? Correct. What else can it be? Because I, I <laughs> now, know that you yeah. know, I, I know yeah. that condoms are, are used and, and I mean it's widely u- known that it's used by a lot of weavers. They use it on yeah. their fingers to you know because it just protects the fingers and it's a good lubricant. So a lot of saris that are being woven, a lot of weavers use it on their hands. You know, and they, uh, they and it has multiple uses actually. Condoms, they as and, and yeah. be in India, you'd find at least ten, fifteen different uses minimum for it, mm. Um, mm. in different industries, in different sort of this thing because it's good quality uh, latex, you know, and and it's just it's usable. Um, mm. But you know, to be to be a beverage, you know, to finally yeah. be yeah. like I'm just saying that some products when they are created. They don't know what their destiny is going to be, you know, like like as a yeah. kid in school, they said, can you write an autobiography of a condom, you know, mm. and and mm. very rarely would I have gone off in this direction, you know, like people, teachers would often say, think imaginatively, you know, like what would the fork be like, maybe he's melted down and made into something else. But I'm saying it would take a, it's a very long sort of route for me to go from condom to beverage. You know, is it also a, a drink? You know, is it also this is a drink? the thing? <clears throat> because it is a sort of survival thing. You know, like I think that, like, like say, Bear Grylls goes into the jungle. You no, know? yeah, and he yeah. has to eat all sorts of things and all that. So say, I'm saying here, Bear Grylls just has to go to a normal inhabited university. You know, it's not even a jungle, and. Over there, as survival, you know, he has to have this water. This is the thing. Mm. Like he mm. has to, he has to drink the water of a condom. I'm saying that this is stuff that maybe he would also, you know, like he might not make it through at the end of this <laughs> episode. <laughs> so, how long do you think it'll be before it is offered as a proper drink at Tolly Gunj Club? Yeah, so that's a very good question. What we don't have as Bengalis is mm. entrepreneurism, mm. entrepreneurialism, whatever that mm. word is. Mm. So if you speak to Bengalis, they will say that entrepreneurialism, the idea of being an entrepreneur has failed them. Mm. Like they have not failed as entrepreneurs. The concept of entrepreneurship has failed them. Mm-hmm. So what it would need is you would need a Sindhi or Punjabi person mm. to make a business out of it, you know, correct, correct. to have an app. You know, right, right, right. And he's got a factory like, like, where he's just boiling different condoms and he's like bottling So the, the Bengali would be the m- mastermind asking various questions hmm. like, you know, can we take, say, a, you know, a traditional coconut right, hmm. and make shoes out of it? Like he's the head of R&D. Hmm. Hmm. So the Punjabi guy, you know, will, you know, be like the founder of Zomato that, hmm. you know, Dipinder Goel or whatever. He right. would then turn it into a, you know, uh, an app called Con Drink, you know, yeah. combining condom and drink yeah. with a K, yeah. you know, and then he would get Ali Abhat to do an ad. Hmm. Then it would be an acceptable drink across India. Right. But the Bengali guy will just keep asking the questions Yeah. in a, in a small room somewhere. And, and at that point, his question will be, how come I didn't make any money of this? 
सुभाष चंद्र बोस said why not japan hmm. you know what i mean like he hmm. went to japan <laughs> because he asked the why not question yeah no one was now people said why japan they may help you they may not help you he but said why not we won't know why not uh kunal the few other conundrums i had okay. for this week but first i'd like uh, to just welcome our listeners and say hi and hello oh yeah hi sorry yes hello listeners hi hello uh sorry we got completely immersed in condoms and bengalis and and in condom fluid i don't even know what to call this drink but whatever whatever drink we got in but uh thank you to our patreon subscribers thank you to our regular listeners thank you for joining this episode of our last week um i am anurag yeah i'm kunal yeah 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 and we uh, uh this is our last week and you can find us uh, everywhere where you listen to podcasts or you could subscribe to us and be part of i'm going to say the word and could also going to hate it uh, mm. our all family uh, our uh, our last week army our own army um by going to www.patreon.com uh forward slash our last week backslash our last week backslash hyphen no. our last week backslash no no, no forward no. slash forward slash forward slash yeah almost like sounds like a sword no forward yeah. slash uh, last week it's like he forward slashed me and then i died and know, then i backslashed him i backslashed him and then hyphen got in the way and broke up the fight this is yeah. terrible kunal i will stop talking now kunal speaking of conflicts though this is my first conundrum i will avoid any conflict kunal any conflict with anyone I know this. Uh, you know this about me. Even if it means a financial loss. Mm-hmm. Recently, I had to go somewhere to do a show. I didn't want to go. I was with the organizers, and I could have easily told them when I was in their city, I don't want to come back. But I didn't tell them that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I uh, basically said to them, "Yeah, yeah, I'll come back. I'll come back and do one more show for you." But at the last minute, obviously, I didn't want to go. So I pretended to be ill. I had bought tickets to fly to their city to do the show 
I told them I'm coming and then I canceled those tickets at my personal expense just to show them that I was going to come but I fell ill hmm. even though I wasn't ill at all and all this because earlier when I was with them I could not say sorry I can't do it Mm-hmm. Because I didn't want to get into the conversation of why can't you do it, right? And then I'd have to say I'm a little busy. Why are you busy? Just to avoid that conversation, mm. I took a personal loss of fifteen thousand rupees. So you did not want to do the show. You didn't want to tell them that you know now that I've committed, now I can't do it because of other reasons. You didn't want to get into any sort of argument or confrontation or any sort of negotiation with them. about having to do the show so that's why you said and because you didn't want to get into the negotiation you kept postponing it till the point where you had to lie yeah basically i did the show in june i was there in june and in june i could have easily told them sorry i can't come back in august that's how far i will go to avoid conflict what's your view on conflict this is more of sort of an advice than conundrum hmm. but what is your view on conflicts like would you go this far just to avoid an uncomfortable conversation the thing is that i i mean i i i don't much like these conversations either you know whether it is someone who's uh, you know someone comes sometimes with a script and maybe i don't like it or you know i hate it but you don't want to get into the conversation that's why you have agents and you have people in between but sometimes mm. the person is contacted you directly and they're constantly calling and then finally you're trying to avoid the call avoid it but then finally you'll just so sometimes you just like then you have to just say i didn't like it i don't think it's for me you know like but you never <laughs> yeah, yeah. like i yeah. i i i mean very rarely do i have to say that but but sometimes you're driven to that point you know and and i do find myself having to do it sometimes but so i, I guess i'm not as averse to it as you are but i think for you mm. uh, you've taken it to a point where now you're you're spending money on a personality trait you're <laughs> yeah. kind of saying <laughs> yeah yeah, you are, yeah because you've accepted that you know this is something i can't do i can't get into yeah. it but it's going to cost me some money so you're throwing <laughs> money at the problem you know you're Absolutely throwing money, money at the problem you're throwing money at the problem saying that listen i'm going to splurge uh, on myself by not getting into this confrontation by just spending like on this cancellation fee you know or whatever on this cancellation of the ticket but i think yeah. that you know this is something that people should do more of in their lives and i'm not saying in in terms of you know paying for your lives like monetarily and all that i'm i'm not being specific i'm saying there are things that as personalities that we have like i'm saying why should it only be about food and clothes and you know uh, fancy cars and holidays i mean those are very mm. that those are just material surface things and of course some of them experiences but I mean, what is the money you're spending on your personality? You know, there are yeah. difficult, <laughs> there are yeah. difficult moments yeah. in your life, difficult conversations, and difficult forget conversations, uh, relationships, or you know, if you have to spend money to get out of that, you know, sometimes isn't it worth it? Sometimes isn't it worth it to do that rather than have to have that conversation and then go out and make yourself. feel better with a meal or a drink or a or a or or some dress or something i absolutely think so you know if you are a say a liar hmm. or a cheater then like you know later you'll have legal expenses right because someone yeah. will file a case so might as well just spend money early on these things hmm. you know so if you've lied to someone and said you're out of town then go out of town go you know if you're going to cancel at last minute because you avoid conflict you have to suffer in some financial way you know right and you're right you're right that that 
if I have that personality, there should be a financial cost to it. Yeah, I mean that is your splurge on yourself. <laughs> Most people buy cars, you know, go on holidays. Yeah, all my income goes in just managing my own lives. Yeah, buying airline tickets that you have to prove that uh, to a promoter that you are on your way that you have to cancel in the end is your kick. Yeah, making fake COVID certificates. Yeah. Buying casts for a broken leg I don't have. Yeah, you know, hiring an actor to play a relative to yeah. say he's very unwell, dressed as a doctor. You know, yeah. like these things are costs. <laughs> these things are costs. You know, and again, you might ask, Paul, why don't you just tell them the truth? Hmm. And then my Bengali side kicks in, and I tell you, why not hmm. make hmm. up this whole world? Kunal, I want to quickly ask you. This is more of a question than a conundrum. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this news story in India today, that a, a horse in Delhi went crazy at a wedding. Mm-hmm. So horse was carrying a groom in South Delhi. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. The groom yes, was going for his wedding. Okay, and and in India, on you get you know to our international listeners in India, you uh, get married on a horse, right? You well, uh, at least you get go, to the wedding on the horse, yeah. And usually the groom side are all dancing around the horse. Right. Um, and you said something about weddings that uh, I did not know, which is uh, now as wedding parties head towards a wedding venue, they also play blaring music. So earlier there used to be a band. Well, earlier there was a band, and I mean, I'm still they still have bands, but right now what the the latest thing is to have a massive truck, and at the back of the truck is loaded with these huge speakers. And those speakers are so loud that uh, you know glass vibrates on the buildings that it's going past, and like you know you can really like the whole like the whole earth is shaking with how loud it is generally. So it's very very loud and blaring. And just behind the speakers is this man riding a horse. Uh, so you can imagine uh, what you know decibel of music that horse is facing. But the thing is, I I feel that over the last few years that horse has probably gotten used to it. Immune to it, hmm. Hmm. you know. But I think that in this situation, hmm. the horse kind of bolted and kicked yeah. a few of the baratis through the yes. groom off his back and kicked the groom in midair, uh, <laughs> yeah. and then kicked a few other people and ran away. So my theory was that I, yeah. I thought that the horse didn't like the track that was playing. I don't think it had yeah. to do with yeah. how loud the music was. I yeah, think the horse yeah, yeah. said that no, no, no. What is this? You're playing rubbish. I, I want only moosewala. You know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think and and and, and is a uh, to our uh, other listeners. He's a he's a recently deceased uh, great Punjabi rapper who's just passed away. Uh, right, Mr. Mooswala. and and probably this horse's favorite. And oh, his track was not being played, and these blaring speakers. Made the horse bolt because he yeah. wanted something else on Spotify. But you, you, you had another theory about the horse. I had a couple of other theories. One I thought was that, you know, well, what was a question really, which is why hasn't this happened earlier? Hmm. Because hmm. if I have a horse, you know, and loads of people put jewelry on me, yeah, you know, and and muslin and all of that, and then there's a person that gets on me. And there are two blaring speakers, like you said, in my ears. And there are some six hundred Indians dancing around me. Like, why haven't more grooms died? Like, why hasn't mm. the horse 
gone crazy, neighed, hmm. thrown a groom off, stamped his hoof in his face hmm. and said, you know, I, I deserve better and run away. Because you know, horses I, that's are not wh- humans, that's why. They're just this better the beings. They're I better. Mean, They're yeah. better. I mean, my other theory was this horse did not believe in the institution of marriage, which happens quite often. Um, so, and the, my last theory was that perhaps the horse finally decided that, you know, it has to prioritize its own love story hmm. above this human it was carrying on its back. And this this wedding was the final one that broke the horse's back, literally. Hmm. And he said, I have to go tell this woman I love her. Hmm. And in in a human rom-com, hmm. you know how a guy would leave his job, hmm. run to his lover who is hmm. at the airport hmm. and tell her, I love you, don't fly away and marry that guy and go abroad. Hmm. Hmm. You know, maybe the horse who was doing his job said, this is it. This is the time. I hmm. need to have my love actually moment. I need hmm. to go tell my lover what I think. Fuck my job. Hmm. And then he threw the group off, <laughs> smashed That's a it. bunch of... Baratis, yeah. uh, who are grooms people. I mean, I don't yeah. know how else to describe them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nearly murdered, you know, the, the drum guy in the brass band and just bolted past the prime minister's house to go tell this other horse in a stable that he loves her. I think that you is know? the so, most likely of the stories. I mean, that is the most probable. Yeah, and it, and it is does make for a great film also because it's, you know, it's like one of those... Disney animation films where it's all from the horse's perspective and now, you know, you're following the horse. And the horse then finally has its romantic ending. But it's the horse telling its story. You know, it's a Karan Johar Bollywood romantic epic, but told from the horse's perspective who says, fuck this shit. Yeah. Did you get married on a horse? No, I did not. No, Um, no. I, I don't know whether that was out of um, concern for myself or the horse, but I think we we I think we decided against uh, any other animals. Yeah, I I drove in an automobile as well, hmm. uh, also because I didn't want to be seen through the city I grew up in being carried by an animal. Hmm. You know, that's not what all would talk about for the rest of your life. You know, hmm. but in India, people are perfectly okay with you know, having a moment in their life where an elephant carries them to their wedding. Yeah. And that's not a big thing. You know, anywhere abroad, if an elephant carried you to your wedding Mm. or a horse carried you to your wedding, even if you won the Nobel Prize, that's all people would talk about. Yeah. You know, for me, the thing is that the wedding day, there's something unique happening either way. You know, like I'm hoping that (laughs) That this day doesn't happen too often in my life. It is unique that I'm choosing to get married. So I want other things to be pretty normal, you know. Yeah. Like in any case, the event of the wedding is pretty unique. Because I'm wearing these clothes and I'm going to be doing some, I don't know, whatever, you know. There's some people and puja and whatever, whatever. So that in itself. So now how many more factors of things that I don't do in my normal life do I want on my wedding day? You know, yeah. like, do I, yeah. do I like, like, see, if if I was a guy who used to go horse riding regularly, you know, if yeah, I was a yeah, horse yeah. kind of guy, then maybe it wouldn't be that. Then I'd just, I'd show up on a horse and it'd be normal because I'd, I'm just a horse kind of guy, you know. You're a horse guy. Yeah. yeah, I'm a horse guy. So then I show up on a horse. It's fine. It's explained. But if I don't do it and then suddenly to be on a horse, you know, 
like it's too de- far departed from my my daily life you know even if you push the boundaries in india if you went to wed in a giraffe hmm. or an ostrich you know or an emu you know hmm. if you went to hmm. wed in any of these i guarantee you no one would talk about it as a as as is like and what else any other interesting thing oh yeah you know normally comes on a horse na he came on a giraffe hmm oh acha it wouldn't be weird because hmm. we have normalized riding a wild animal to marry yeah i i think again you know that that this was more about creating spectacle and creating <laughs> memorable images for people to yeah. remember about the wedding like you know you wanted to be so memorable that oh ho oh, remember how he came on this but i'm saying that then there are other ways to do that also na say say yeah. i came in a very large frying pan like i was just sitting in a frying pan i'm saying it's a very it's a strong image you know a guy in a full sherwani <laughs> and all that And I remember your wedding. No, no, frying pan. And yeah, like, yeah. That guy, he came on a frying pan. I don't know why he did or that, a, but he just he a, was on. He was on a frying pan. A massive pressure cooker. He came yeah. out of it. But but Indian weddings are so crazy mm. that that would just be like an also mentioned thing. You know. Yeah. You know, people would be like, and you know, they only had four kinds of chicken, mm-hmm. and there were only three thousand people. Yeah. It was a small wedding, but really uneventful. Yeah. What about the fact that he came in a frying pan? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah, is yeah, there yeah. also. Kunal. Yes. Final, final conundrum, and and I think uh, this will be a several part conundrum uh, because we have several conundrums about it. But uh, the topic of restaurants in modern India post pandemic. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Now you had a conundrum about it. I had a conundrum about it. But I think that there are at least five conundrums around restaurants in modern India. Right. Your conundrum, which is the first one we'll do, is around having fun. Yeah. So I I went to a restaurant the other night. I think it was a Friday or Saturday night. Just me and my wife, the two of us, and we walked into the top level of this restaurant, and there was a group of uh, uh, of of couples, as in I think about. five five six couples and they were slightly older than us they must have been in their early 50s or whatever so a little older than us and uh, and and while we were sitting at our table one of the guys just kind of yelled uh, out to me that if you've come for a quiet evening i'm really sorry in advance ha huh? because you know we're going to be a little bit uh, loud and boisterous so i hope that's okay with you So uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. You know, please just go ahead. Don't worry. It's a you know Friday night, Saturday night. Uh, do your worst, whatever. And we sat down and we ate our meal and all of that. And uh, that table was pretty quiet, as in like nobody was shouting. They were just eating their food. Yeah, they were laughing a little bit, but it wasn't very loud. They were they mm. were fine, you know. And uh, and then we finished our meal. It was just the two of us. We finished our meal. We had a drink, and you know. uh and then i was walking out and i just looked over to the guy and said are what happened what happened to all the sound and all you were too quiet he saying yeah yeah you are yeah yeah and you know he was a little bit embarrassed and a little bit like ha now you know now it'll now we'll pick up now it'll pick up and uh, it'll be so i said yeah yeah sure sure and i left uh <laughs> So, so I just felt like you know the whole table were then looking at him saying that you know why did you have to bring up the fact that we're going to be very loud and we're going to have a blast and you know maybe that was us ten years ago maybe that was even last week but why put this expectation mm. on this evening 
you know on this evening that you know this evening is going to be crazy it's going to be mad but <laughs> <laughs> but then when it's not you know and when it's mm-hmm. like just ha yeah it's it's normal it's good it's fun uh do you think it's an age thing pal like you know where you expect to go out and just be loud and just be you know have a lot of fun and do shots and then start to but then after a certain age you're just feeling like yeah we just want to you know we're having fun but it's not that kind of fun but why why do you have to bring yourself to say and announce to other people that you know that it's going to be a lot of fun and noise <laughs> no it's an excellent point i think i think kunal the the way you've sort of really kind of figured it out is that it's the announcing of the fun bit you know mm, like mm. you know let us say you call up a restaurant you're like there'll be 10 of us Hmm. give us a corner because it's going to be wild yeah yeah now that restaurant guy he will inform every other person who's coming around that time say so yeah. please be careful these they're going to be a little bit loud so you know we just want to avoid that area it would be better if you take this table yeah so i think now it the owner is on the manager owner hmm. is on the manager who has to hmm. double and triple check hmm. and he hmm. says sir you will be rowdy to promise hmm. But what kind of rowdy, sir? Like very rowdy, medium rowdy. Yeah. What is your age, yeah. sir? Yeah. What does my age have to do with it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sir, last two parties in the sixties, they promised us rowdy. I told all the other guests, three, four people cancelled, and they yeah. did not deliver, sir. They gave us yeah. mid rowdy. Yeah. Now, then, if you do low rowdy, I won't say anything to other guests. That's sir, fine. Actually, you are in the category of a normal table. You are actually in the normal, normal table. No, I'm not in the normal table category. No, sir, sir, you are a normal table. You are the normal level of loud. That's yeah. Gonna, that'll be the you argument are, now. We gave you three chances, sir. Three chances <laughs> earlier to be rowdy. Yeah. You were ordered politely. Didn't shout at the waiter. Didn't break any bottles. Now why no why should I tell other table. guests? No one shouted. No one has even complained or said anything about this table. No one has said anything, sir. They haven't said one word that you know. There's too much noise coming from that table. What are you all doing, sir? Yeah, you tell them this is Raghav Kohli, Senzavier, sixty-three, the wild man. I'm the wild man. You think like, then just actions have to follow words, sir? You can't just be wild. Say you're wild. Yeah. You know you've disappointed so many guests. In fact, I had some additional reservations just to see you guys go wild. Yeah, and you just quietly ordered, had soup. One lady at the table even said, "Aste baat karo, aste baat." You know, so you failed us, sir. You failed us. Yeah. Don't you feel like any pre-announced fun never works out? Never works out. Never works out. Like in a corporate offsite, when a boss says, "I want you all to forget about work this weekend. We're in Lonavla, and I want you to party." I want to have fun 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 you know then happen. you get scared you get scared as an employee you know because There's too it's much like pressure for fun pressure for fun con- can be the killer of fun it's a concentration camp of fun yeah <laughs> because then the boss is walking around saying why are you having fun you're supposed to be drinking fun why are you having now. fun fun now <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Kural this has been our last week this has we've done many conundrums many but we'd love to do many more so please uh, we'll do more restaurant conundrums next week um but please send us your conundrums if you have them and if you are our subscriber at patreon.com 
uh, forward slash backslash hyphen our last week. One of those three. One of them. And I think it's forward. One of forward, forward. Always be forward. Yeah. And uh, Kunal, any fun tips for our listeners before we go? None. Hear? None whatsoever. <laughs> don't have fun. Yeah. Don't promise, and don't deliver. Never. Always ask why not. Boil your condoms. Bye. You were listening to Our Last Week, produced by Rajesh Tahil and Avdut Khanolkar, hosted by Anuvab Pal and Kunal Roy Kapoor, assistant producers Akansha Kadam and Rahul Vaswani.